you know, Apple doesn't do a sale, so why would we do a sale? Their marketing spend is, it's not discounting products, it's throwing hundreds of millions of dollars into advertising. We clearly can't do that. That's where I think we were amiss before. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Valor Coffee Podcast. We got a crazy show for you guys today. We did not one, but two coffee reviews. A never been done on the Valor Coffee Pod. We tasted coffee from Rowan out in Asheville, North Carolina. Two North Carolina coffees, speaking of. The second one came from Maven Coffee in Wilmington. They gave us one of their premium competition grade coffees that legit blew our mind. It was nuts. And then we, in between, we settled down and talked about marketing, sales, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, how over the years we've evolved and adjusted our perspective on sales and how that has led to a really crazy last couple of weeks. If you like the podcast, always awesome to like, subscribe, rate, review, share with friends on Instagram. If you want to send us coffee, you can always just DM us or email us at info at Valor coffee and we'll get you in the queue we actually have a good bit of coffees to try that we're excited to share with you so hope you enjoy the show and uh let's get started happy holidays guys happy holidays <laughs> happy Honda we've days. been saying that a lot merry chrysler and happy Honda days let me be the first to say it looks like we are in the christmas spirit ethan ross Maybe not so much. <laughs> Ross is in the hungry spirit. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I saw this shirt and I was like, man, that's a food. I'm hungry. Yep. We just have to dive straight in with the backstory of these shirts, right? I have we, no idea we, what we you're wear talking stuff about. like this all the time. A few weeks ago, so. Ethan on air says, hey, send me a shirt, whatever it is, I'll wear it. And a listener heard that from a company down under in Australia. Down under. Called breakfast shirts that's right and that's a fact this kind gentleman reached out on instagram said he'd love to send us some shirts and here we are and they live up to the hype and one of us is wearing matching shorts <laughs> show them show the camera <laughs> yes sir look at that this is not paid for guys we're just wearing them all right that's right. Get used to it. So, what you read the backstory, yeah? Yes. Why don't you tell us the backstory, Ross? I believe there was a gentleman who uh, would go to breakfast places, coffee shops, and review them, and wear. Ooh, uh, what's the word? Audacious, flamboyant, um, extreme. Uh, significantly different shirts. Verbose. Uh, of the collared nature, I guess. Mm. And um, then he became known as... When the, sh you, the shirt guy? When you see the guy with the shirt, you're about to get reviewed. Yeah. Whoa. You know? And, um, and his message to me, he was like... He basically said, like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I just go and review these places. But I'm that's sure what the that people that's, want, man. I'm sure that's not completely true. I'm sure he knows what he's talking about. It's kind of what we're doing on on this program. That's true. So, <laughs> you okay, buddy? Is that not good? <laughs> um, no, it's great, man. It's great. Okay, we'll talk about why it might not be great later, <laughs> but but he sent a card in the mail that was really funny. Mm. That apparently in Australia they have a uh, a competition once a year. 
of the most normal baristas? Or like breakfast shirts puts on this competition? I don't know the nuance and the details. I think that seemed like it was the deal. The right? modest 100? The modest 100 instead of like, you know, like sexy. The hottest 100? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's all. Should I drink this? You should drink it. Yeah. Uh, all of the most normal non hipster baristas. And apparently this this guy was nominated. Mm. I don't, or or I guess he's putting it on. Mr. Sir. Do we know his name? <laughs> we could probably find that out pretty quickly. Um right? please let us know this contest. Yeah, doesn't that taste wild? That's the weirdest thing I've ever <laughs> pretty, tasted. It's pretty weird. Okay. I've got to get in on this. We're gonna be puking by the end of the show. We're doing two coffee reviews today yeah. and uh let me it's not that weird <laughs> great great good good we ran out of whole milk uh over the holiday here <laughs> and i cut half and half with water thinking it might just work and it didn't really it might work. Just didn't work so we're just gonna get to review this coffee off of its uh purest form sorry rowan coffee sorry and whoever's next on the review sheet. Yeah, we're going to do, I don't know if you said, we're going to do two reviews today. That's right. Because we are backed up with coffee, and we want everyone to get their fair shot. I don't know if the camera can see over my shoulder here. There's just a line. It goes for miles. Mini beans. Some cool uh, branding over there. And we picked up the Onyx Advent Calendar on our own dime, and I'll probably grab that and show the camera. Yeah, why don't you probably grab crazy that? crazy it is. Yeah. Okay, besides the Onyx Advent Calendar, which... Which one has the the best branding to you? Proud Mary. Proud Mary. Which you the bag or the the tins? The tins. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Uh, the ceremony bag looks amazing, and the Rowan boxes are pretty awesome too. Yeah. Wait. All right. Onyx Advent Calendar. This was one hundred and eighty dollars. Just full transparency. Flex. Flex. Uh, we have one hundred. We have at least now we have one hundred eighty dollars less, uh, and then it fans open like this. And I feel like maybe it's not supposed to be coming over here like hey. that, but it's fine. It's a feat of engineering. It really is already, and it's crazy. And each one of these has two slots in it, and then on one side it's one through twelve, and then the other side it's thirteen to twenty-four. There's coffee on each side, and then there's a little card in the middle. It's card. on. It's on a bar. <coughs> card in the middle. Card in the middle. Card. Card. The card. card's actually super awesome. Oh, it's actually by the hand sink. Oh, where sure. you know it, it always goes there. We always put our cards by our hand sink, just as a reminder to it's, stay grateful. <laughs> it's kind of like tie a, tie a string around your finger, you know. Never forget. Yeah. By your. Wow. And the card says. Uh, all the coffees that you're going to be drinking. And there's some wild stuff in here. There's uh, anaerobic washed geisha. That's the last day. <laughs> Christmas Eve. The, the yeah. oldest roast date. No, good point. Wow, Ross. Come on, dude. Can you, can you just have an optimistic mind yeah, today? Dude, can you get in the Christmas hey, spirit? I'm a realist. We need you to be in the Christmas spirit today. Panama Creativa Giovanna Butet Bute. Dude, please make just that the intro please. to the whole podcast. It's just us looking at you. You're like, Panama Creativa Giovanna uh, Anaerobic Natural. That looks pretty crazy. Let's go. Anyways, we'll save you the. Hey, Gadeb, go Titi. How about that? But we're going to have to drink some of these coffees, you know, because some, some of them are 
for the weekends, right? Yeah, we'll have to drink some during the week so we can do it together. We can do it together. Oh my gosh. It'll be like a nice ritual thing, like a centering thing. I'm busy. But today, to start, we're just going to go ahead and knock out a review of Rowan Coffee right up top. Come on. Who sent this to us? Rowan Coffee. Uh, we know Bo from Bo. Rowan Coffee, yeah. Bo. Bo, I don't know if you were behind sending us this coffee or not, but if you were, thank you. And if it wasn't Bo, <laughs> I'd love to know your name. I went through Asheville probably, I don't know, probably over a year ago and saw went to their cafe for the first time, and it was awesome. Mm. Really? It's beautiful in there. Mm-hmm. What's it like? Um, Design-wise, it's, it's like, it's very intentional, very woody. Mm-hmm. I hope that they do not take this as an insult. I don't know why they would, but it's like a a more dark and broody methodical almost. Ooh. You know, mm. methodical, like the main main methodical is very light and bright, but Victorian, one yeah. might say. So it's have a regal feel to it's it. It's very regal. One could say. Leather, One would say. Um, I, for, I forget which espresso machine they were rocking, but it Slayer, was, right, maybe? That's that sounds right. Could be wrong, but um, very very cool branding. I they they really like went for a specific thing with the branding. Mm. You know, it's not it's not like it's unique. I don't want to dwell on the coffee shop side of things, but I think the coffee industry needs a few more of those. You know, wow, like what? everyone's doing the very light bright spaces. Yeah, colors. But, one of the most memorable places I've ever been to was the Intelligentsia in the Highline Hotel. Yeah. And that place was like dark and leather. Whoa. You know? Yeah. Well, I guess that was like the beginning of the first or beginning of the third wave. Probably yeah. more shops were like that. Mm-hmm. And then they were all replaced by these light and airy, minimalist yeah. white walls. Losers. Like, like who us. would do that? Yeah. I don't know who would ever do that. Like, we don't have two cafes like that. Like that, no. Mm-hmm. No, with like color pops, stuff like that. <laughs> Striving for balance. That's their. That's like their, their tagline on the back. That's pretty much just about the only copy on here. Mm. Nothing on the bag inside. <laughs> shout out, shout out to the custom bag on the inside. Yeah. Really nice. Wild. Really nice. Very regal again. Reminds me of the Biltmore. I've never been, but I'm I'm sure. You're sure it's kind of. I'm like sure that. there's something. The Biltmore is just like just that. like this. It, heard it, here it first. matches up with this. Yeah, it does. Line here, the grid Very does. good. So hey good, guys, good at, touch. Like people at Rowan, who designed your packaging? Did you guys do it? Did you pay someone to do it? I How much did know. you pay them? Can we have their contact <laughs> info? Yeah, it's it's good. It's very good. So and every, also, where do you guys roast? There was a sticker that we removed. We didn't say that. Yeah, you can see it on the one over there, a little scale. Yeah. Maybe it's implying you should use a scale. Oh. No, it's saying striving for balance. Oh. No, I think it's like, hey, <laughs> use a scale. Use an Akaya Pearl. Yeah. yeah That's it. I don't know. Because I think it's an Akaya Pearl. <laughs> but I will say, I saw this packaging on Instagram, and it digitally does not convey how nice it is in person as well. Wow. I'm not saying it didn't look nice on Instagram. I'm just saying once, it you, like. once you get it in your hand, you're like, this is some of the nicest packaging I've ever It's seen. usually the other way around. Yeah. You know, it looks better digitally and then in person it looks cheaper. Yeah. But hey, under got promise the, over deliver. They've got the foil stamp for their logo. They got the foil stamp of this on the side and that side. It's good. It's, it's pretty good. cool. I like their logo type. Mm. Yeah, that's mm. it. That's sorry. 
So we've got an Ethiopia, a yogurt chef. Yeah, they sent us they sent us two Ethiopians, a natty, and a. It's not the same coffee. Is it the same coffee? Yeah, yeah I think just, it is. Just, yeah, same yeah, coffee, different process. Oh, that's fun. Well, the natty is the one that we had on drip yesterday. Oh my gosh! At the roastery, it was delightful. And I said, "There's fancy coffee over there. You should try it." And I took some with me. There's nothing more fancy than bringing just a regular mug of coffee in your car driving. <laughs> I'm like, I just feel fancy. Yeah, Ross always does that, and it always stresses me out. Yeah, I like that. It stresses. Remember me when Ross would always Ross hold his cup? You would always just do oh. this. Oh yeah, you'd just be like holding your coffee. Yeah, like dude, he this. would like do that driving. Oh yeah. In his town car. Can I tell a story about your town car? Go there. And Asheville. This is perfect. <gasps> yeah, man. All right, and then we'll get and back then, to the review. Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah. But today's the day for stories, right? Oh. <laughs> Buckle uh, in, baby. It's been kind of crazy around here. So we were in Asheville for a counterculture training. Yep. because we I would, wish you guys invited me. I know, I know. We didn't know you, but uh, we would drive up to counterculture and do these trainings in Asheville because the Atlanta one was so backed up and there was more availability up there. So we were up there one day, and we drove Ross's... What what year model was your town car? 1997. We drove Ross's 97 town car, and we get up there. I hope you remember this story. It might come to you as I'm going along. And on the (laughs) way back, it's late. We probably stayed after. Just the two of you? Just the two of us. We probably, on that trip, create, like, came up with a name for Valor, I bet. I'm going to say that. that no, we did, because yeah. we sat in high five. Yep, we sat in high five. And we looked at in the, is this the story? Yeah, well, it's the story, maybe. We, were, we went to Nashville multiple times. We'll say this is the story. But we were in high five. Yeah, yeah. We looked at the thesaurus. <laughs> we found the name Valor for our company. Yeah. We start to head down the road to go home. And Ross rolls down his window, and something was wrong with his car, and the window would not roll up. Yep. And it was like 22 degrees outside. Oh. It was was actually really bad. And we were like outside of Asheville, and we had to drive home. So on the way home, we stop at like my family's tiny little cabin in Rabin County, Georgia. Which like is probably an hour away from Asheville. Yeah, it was probably more, honestly, probably like an hour 30. But we were driving through there, and we were like, we can't make it home. So we stop, and we go in there, and I remember we just like flew open the door, turned the heater on like 89 because we were freezing, and went to bed. <laughs> and I woke up at like 2 a.m., just like drenched in sweat. Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> and I had to turn the heater down. And then I think the next morning, we fixed the window and drove home. That's, yeah, yeah. that's the real moral of the story. Don't leave the heater on too yes. high. Yeah. Bad move. Well, it was those late 90s high-tech cars. Dude. You know? Yes. They don't oh, yeah. work. They shot for the moon. <clears throat> They're like automatic windows, automatic yeah. security system. Oh, the security systems will get you, dog. That's what did the the Jeep Grand Cherokee in for oh, me. Oh, yeah. I couldn't, couldn't drive it. Yeah. <laughs> if your window's ever been stuck in down, comment below. Smash like. Smash like. Uh, Give us right. a regular Rowan coffee. Review. Let's start with content. Out of 10. Content out of 10. Looking, looking, okay. looking. I got my number. I'm ready. All right. One, two, three, seven. 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 7.5? 7.5. Minimal. Minimal. Very minimal content. Yeah. Definitely enough. I like uh-huh. that they had the more uh, 
zoomed in details about the coffee on the back for those that would like to pick up a package and see labels, such things. It is a really fine line, though, to nail some good copy that you feel comfortable putting on a box. Yeah. Because if you notice, they only do, it looks like they're on a two sticker program. Yep. Yep. So you, they would either have to put like a bigger sticker up here with more about the coffee if they wanted to. Yeah. And I get it. I went at eight because they have the city they're in, they have their Instagram, they have their website. Yeah, it's nice. So it was like, I I hit all those things. Obviously, there's not anything about the company, but at least I can find their website to learn more about those things. Do you guys still like the copy on our box? Yeah. I just read it. And I was like, I remember we decided to put the word beautiful coffees. That's not really a part of our vocabulary anymore, but I still really believe in it. And I was like, huh, great. Yeah, I still like it too. I was thinking about, uh, custom bulk bags, and I was like, I'd probably put that same copy on the back of a custom bulk bag. Not that we're going to do that. Like, don't take our idea. Yeah. <laughs> don't take our copy and put it on your custom bulk don't bag. Don't copy our copy. If you copy our copy, we're going to be mad. We're going to delete you. Yeah, we're going to... Okay, what's next? Aesthetic. Out of ten. One, two, three, nine. nine. Seven? Uh, yeah. What the heck? I'm sorry. Mr. Avocado shirt's like, I'm cooler than this coffee. Yeah, I think I need I, to wear it, this more often. Care yeah, your your guns are flying. I nine. I thought it was near perfect. I thought it was just a really great uh, aesthetic. I, yeah. I loved it. Me too. Love the bag. I feel classy. This is like I would feel cooler if this was in my kitchen, mm. and I feel cooler right now. Just oh. as next to me. Cool. I think I would just give it the reason I seven's a high number. Let's be clear. Yes. Okay? Yeah. But. Uh, I, I just think about like how can I have as cool of a brand as possible while selling as much coffee as possible and you know I just think the the way the box looks is beautiful it is pretty distinct it's unique it's regal and I think uh, some people okay huge thing on the uh, the content they were able to put coffee on the box yeah. Okay. And that is something that we were not able to do. True North. It might be True North. Um, I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. Okay. Hey. Sorry, I slammed the. Dang. <clears throat> yeah, let's pause for a second. Ross needs to cool down before we go on to the next round. All right, UX. Who opened this? I opened one of them, so I can attest. Okay. We trust you, man. Okay. Is it out of five? Yeah. All right. Someone going to count me off? One, two, four, ah, three, three, <laughs> three. Okay. Yeah. Well, Care to comment? What's, what's going on, man? Well, um, it was hard to rip the sticker off mm. the Akaya Lunar or Pearl sticker. Um, <laughs> nice. It was hard to do that. And then I ended up just giving up on that and opening the top. Because you, huh? you can do that too. Dang. Um, Sneaky. And then I would prefer to not have to cut open the bag. Ah, I see. Like the rip tab? Like the rip tab. The rollies are tough. Rollies are tough. I'm sure it costs a lot of money to get this and this, and they're probably... You can only pull so many levers. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like this? Yes, you can only do that so many times. Like, you're already tired, right? (laughs) You're gassed. And they have um, the same problem that we have, which is once you take the bag out of the box... You can't tell what the coffee is. 
So if I bought two Rowan coffees and I got the bags mixed up, then my life would be ruined. Well, if you're a real coffee person, you'd know the difference between any coffee, Ross. That's true. Just visually. Just visually. You don't even have to smell, no crunch. Hey, what's next? Flavor. Okay. Let me just... Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm. Out of ten. One, two, three, seven. seven. It's good coffee. I like this coffee. It's sweet. It's tangy. Mm-hmm. It's bright. Mm-hmm. I, I'm probably not going to get tired of it. It's very good. I haven't tasted... This is... It's going to be a little forward. I don't taste a lot of malic acid in uh, Ethiopians, but when I was dialing in on espresso, I was like, this is really apple I really enjoy it. Mm. The end. Get some malic in your life. That's yeah. cool. Malik. Uh All right. Well, enjoyability. Mm. One, two, three, eight. eight. Agreed. Nice. I really like it. Yeah, it's this is one of those coffees. It's like, you know, seven and a half is an means it's an amazing coffee, uh, but it's not like the most amazing coffee I've ever had. But it is a very enjoyable coffee. Hey guys, what do you roast on? What do you roast on, Rowan? I'd love to know. Yeah. Wow. What, what do you roast on, and where do you roast? I could probably. I have, I have a lot of questions. I could probably why? Put some of this on and like, Instagram. Yeah. What's why? your why? With a cursor research. Uh, what's the next one? Crunch. 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 I'll dial it up. Yeah. Why don't you get that crunch going? Does anybody else out there crunch their coffees? Or does yeah? That... Who thought we were crazy? Was that Will? I was like, you guys crunch your. Yeah. He bean? was like, oh, he's eating the beans again. All right. They do have a Slayer confirmed. Slayer. And they roast on a Mill City. A Mill City? Yeah. You don't see that every day. Mill City? You don't see that every day. Uh, portrait roast on a Mill City as well. No, I don't. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> Drum roaster? Yeah. Is it like in San Franciscan? I feel like I heard hear those two yeah. names toss around. I think Mill City is very, very in the community. That's cool. <laughs> a ton of videos... Like helpful stuff, mm-hmm. not hurtful. They, I don't think. The, I think that their mm-hmm. mission is not to hurt anyone. Yeah. <laughs> no Th- people were. Thank hurt you, Mill City. In the making of this Mill City roaster. All right, crunch. Out of five, one, two, three, two, three. two. Uneventful crunch. Yeah. Tastes like beef jerky. <laughs> okay. It, honestly, this was. I think it was one of more the one of the more soluble, like a little bit darker washed Ethiopians I've had recently. Yeah, but it's it's got some good sweetness, Ethan Ross. That wasn't negative. Yeah, that was just me saying something helpful. What's the score? Thirty-seven and a half. One of our higher of higher, our higher ratings. Thank you so much, Rowan Coffee. All right, helpful idea, hurtful idea, scoreboard, like a ranking, like we we. Put that in post. I mean, I don't think that's going to hurt anyone. Similar to Mill City's mission. <laughs> mission. I just don't want to be out of line with Mill City. Yep, thirty-seven five. Say Shaka. Remind me what free throw was again. Forty-two. Forty-two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that other copy was the top one. Forty-four or something. The super hats or freed hats. Yeah, super hats. <laughs> I think it was super hat. Yeah. <laughs> that coffee was nuts. That was probably. I mean, the proud Mary stuff. That's like a billion dollars for. Five grams mm-hmm. might give it a run for its money. We got another crazy one coming up today on the program at the end. So. Oh, from up, nope, from, up, 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 oh, gotta, uh, gotta from, stick around to figure that one out. Oh, is it from? Beep. 
Beep. Yeah, it's from Beep. Yeah. We have some questions this morning. Hopefully we have some answers too. Yeah, I think this first one will be pretty easy. How did you guys <laughs> transport your GS3 before you had a trailer? Uh, we transported it the same way that we, we, I did the other day to Dunwoody whenever the mod bar broke down. We picked it up and put it in our trunk. What do you think he's... Uh, I just assumed. What do you think he's I, asking here? I think it's here? more of like a... Uh, like a like, this sounds dangerous sort of thing. Like, what should I do? Yeah, and I'm like, okay, especially if you have the plumbing and the flow jet and all that stuff. Okay, that we do have an answer for that. We used to put the flow jet components into a... <laughs> like a, oh, yeah. An old school right. suitcase. <laughs> yeah. Like the... Like, uh, Guitar players use for their freaking pedal board uh-huh. makeshift so hipsters. Sick. Yeah, uh, so we just kind of <laughs> just dumped all the stuff in the air and closed it. And you had to have one person carrying the machine and one person walking next to them with the suitcase because the cords were still connected. Yeah, I feel like it was a safer experience to transport it without the cart because it's just like sitting in a vehicle. Mm-hmm. But when you're on a cart, you're like worried about it falling and blowing up. The other day when I was running down to Dunwoody, I put the reservoir in. I switched over to the reservoir and took all the plumbing stuff out. Maybe, I, yeah, that could be their angle as well. Yeah, so if you have the reservoir, it's really easy because uh, you might even have like the stopper in the drip tray, so you don't even have the drip tray hose, so all you have hanging around is the cable, power cord. The power cord, yeah. Back to guitar talk again. But, oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> Hey. Hey. Oh, the crunch. <coughs> Goodness gracious. We're going to take a quick break. This is good radio. Sorry about that, guys. We're back. Got a little bit of the crunch stuck in my throat. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> if you're going to do the reservoir thing, maybe just get a, a decent espresso machine because they come with a carrying case. Wow. Mm. But we've never promoted a decent espresso machine. Yeah, I mean, I've never used one, so it's kind of hard to promote it. Decent, if you're out there, Scott. Scott. <laughs> Scott he doesn't even own the company. He's just an in- endorser. Well, well, he, he might have steak. He can get us a freebie. Send us one. We'll review it. Hey, we're on a hot streak. We've gotten shirts. Yeah, a lot we got of coffee. coffee. Yep. We just need some equipment. True. And then we sell Valor, and we just live off of like those eight boxes. And the shirts. And the shirts. Just ordered a Linea Mini and Malconig X54, looking into starting at-home pop-ups and building a cart, looking into simple carts, hopefully in 2024. How was transportation for you when doing pop-ups? So similar questions. <laughs> wow. How was it? Uh, yeah, I would recommend, if you haven't done so, listen to our podcast about starting a cart in 2023. Hello. And in that podcast, we talk about how Simple cart is a cool solution for sure, but I think for most people, they will revert to just leaving the cart built and not breaking it down if they had the option. So from pretty early on, we went the trailer route and we don't regret it. Yeah, you want to decrease your setup time as much as possible. It's kind of unprofesh if you have to get there like two and a half hours before the service time. Let alone if you have to park your vehicle at like the bottom of a building and go further away. You have to take 8,000 trips to set up your cart. That would stink. That, that we did that. We've done it. 
We've it done did, it. It did stink. Hey, we might do it again. Yeah, you know, because the cart, when it's built, sometimes you can't get into tight places. So all that with the caveat of, hey, do what you got to do. Hey, cost do benefit. Do what you got to do, man. Yeah, but now we have our cart, and we store a bunch of things inside of it. We have a utility cart, and we store a bunch of stuff on it, and then we hide it during service. And we have a cooler on wheels, so everything can roll. Yeah. One trip. Yeah. Kind of like one trip, that's it. Valor Coffee Catering. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Uh, that'll do it for the questions. Thank you so much. So it's it's Cyber Wednesday, guys. It really is Cyber Wednesday. What an honor. We learned some lessons this past week. We had a lot of fun, and we're here to talk about it. Yeah. In case anybody didn't know, Black Friday was just upon us. Mm-hmm. And every year we do a sale. Yeah, yeah. Our view of sales has changed a good bit over the years. Evolved, even. Even evolved. And same with ads, too. Mm-hmm. Not that we're running a ton of ads, but we used to be like very, very anti. And I'm not saying I believe in evolution. Anti-ad establishment, <laughs> would you say? Uh, no, but you can say that. Okay, um, say it. Anti-ad establishment. <laughs> but anyways, what was our... Do you remember our Black Friday, Cyber Monday deal last year? Was it just buy one, get one half off retail boxes? That was definitely Cyber Monday. We always try to do something a little different for Black Friday, so I would just assume it was probably like 25% off yeah. retail boxes or something. Obviously, with the Black Friday, it's more about the in-person retail in the cafes, mm-hmm. Ethan. Um, yeah, I do the in-person stuff. And so we, we've done mystery boxes, Mystery right. bags previously. So it was mystery bags and there's mystery yeah. boxes. So mm-hmm. what are what are those? What yeah, are so mystery bags slash boxes are, you know, set your ticket price and then the components, the contents of the bag or box exceed what you paid for. So this year it was $50 for a box and then uh, we went... $50 for a box, and then every box ranged between $60 to $200 in retail value. Hubba, hubba. Yeah. And the thought behind that, okay, and big difference this year than previous years. Previous years, I think, in-store, I don't think we did it last year. I think we did it two years ago. Two years ago, we had like uh, like 30, and like we had different price tiers. And I really think it just uh, congested the lineup because like we did sell some, but... We still we had some left over at the end of the day, and that's not something I really want from something like that. So this year we really restricted the quantity like a lot. Uh, I think when you do that, even the next year you can like expand your quantity just like a little bit, but still limit it, and there'll be even more hype around it if people knew that they were awesome, which I think people do know that they were awesome. Uh, so like we did ten at each cafe, and then ten online, so like super limited. But then they sold out instantly online, so I just added like five more, and then those also sold out instantly. Yeah, cool. It's like that one time I listed my Ford Escape on Facebook Marketplace when it was full of mold. You remember that? I do remember oh, yeah. that for free. Yep. The engine was good though. Engine was good though. Actually, it really wasn't. Well, <laughs> um, but and then I got a ton of uh, messages like, "I'll come right now," and then I was like, "Okay, that'll be a thousand dollars," and then then I like raise it again, two. And then I sold it for fifteen hundred. There you go. And I could have gone more. But I kind of felt bad about it. Yeah. 
I don't know. Good thing we don't have to feel bad about our mystery boxes, though. Yeah. Because they're a great deal. Yeah. I think, I'm trying to think of what, like, the lowest value one was, like, the $60 one. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. It was probably, like, a mug. 35. And a box of Jolly Juice. 56. And then three free drink tickets. So that's still above $60. That's, that, that, that that's was nearly 70 one. Yeah, exactly. So, and then the best one was just a $200 gift card in the box. Yeah. So we did, uh, we did mystery <clears throat> boxes and then another Black Friday thing. Were you, were you in the cafes at all on Black Friday? Mm. Oh, I was in Alpharetta actually before they opened. <laughs> and then I was in uh, Dunwoody for a little bit. Did you hear about how Black Friday went in the cafes? Um, I mean, I think they're typically the busiest day of the year from like a sales number wise because so much uh, extracurriculars are being purchased. Paraphernalia. So much paraphernalia is being purchased. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it seemed like both cafes were, were firing on all cylinders and the team was managing really well. Um, oh, you know what? I did go back in the Alpharetta in the afternoon and it was just, Big line, lots of drinks flying, lots of lots of smiles. That's the fun thing about the holidays is people are like excited to be around. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not like everyone's on their way to work and they're grumpy, but it's just like a packed house and everybody's like, "We're good." Mm. And then the rest of the city's like honestly kind of quiet because a lot of the businesses aren't open. But um, it's awesome to be like a, a beacon of light and fun and noise in the city quick shout out thanksgiving day meadowlark in gainesville was open and i dropped by there and i got a coffee and it was like he just wanted to be open it was just jp and um is it uh summer's dad i think so uh working behind the bar and they just like wanted to be there like for people who wanted coffee on Thanksgiving. Oh wow. And because people do probably. Yeah. It was it was incredible. It was a very special moment for me. Wow. Why was it so special? Um that intentionality. I don't even like get a chance to go over there that often. But it was like I was going to Gainesville on Thanksgiving and I was like, man, it's gonna be Thanksgiving. I wish Metal Ark was open. And then they were open because of the he knew people were gonna be like, Man, I wish something was open. Yeah. <clears throat> so Thank you, JP. It's kind of like uh, 11 Madison Park from the book that we read, boys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Back to Black Friday. We did 30% off retail boxes in cafe and online. We did 15% off all merch and coffee gear in cafe and online. And then uh, in-store, we did the mystery boxes both as well. And then in-store, we had a deal wheel. Oh, the deal deal wheel. wheel. did, Did you hear anything about the deal wheel, how the deal wheel went? Oh, it looked like it was flying, man. I saw some high fives being dished. Nice. I saw retail absolutely flying off the shelves because there was like some BOGO box yeah. deals, some BOGO drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it seemed like people were really into it. Yeah. So that was Black Friday, and we'll dive into the logistics and numbers of that in a second. But uh, Cyber Monday, I think, is where we really went. Um, we, we lost our... It was like, what were we thinking? We you broke know? the internet. We, <laughs> uh, we broke our systems, for sure. Yes. Because we it's Wednesday, and we're going to continue to package coffee after this podcast. Yep. 
Uh, we did buy one, get one free coffee boxes. Uh, so essentially 50% off. And then we did uh, 20% off gift subscriptions. Like if you prepay for a subscription online. Wow. And then 25% off gift cards. And then in three boxes that were ordered on Black Friday, we gave out golden tickets. And one of the golden tickets was a $200 gift card. Another one was a free piece of coffee gear with like your choice between like a fellow Opus, a Kaya Pearl, other stuff. And then another one was a year-long coffee subscription, like every two weeks. And that's worth like 500 bucks. <clears throat> so a lot of good stuff there. And... Yeah, kind of like what you were saying. I remember when we started, we were super, uh, I, I guess not anti-sale. We may have done one here or there or something, but we just wanted to do it so, so infrequently and so like lightly. And I think a lot of that comparison was like, uh, you know, Apple doesn't do a sale, so why would we do a sale? You know, these other big, smaller businesses don't do sales because they know how valuable their product is. Mm-hmm. But I think... Again, with Apple, it's like, you know, Apple's marketing, where their marketing spend is, it's not discounting products. It's throwing hundreds of millions of dollars into advertising. Which we do as well. Yeah. Well, billions for us. Billions, yeah. And that is, so like they're not losing money, making less money on their product. We clearly can't do that. (laughs) So... That's where I think we were amiss before. Yeah, because we didn't do either. Yeah, We exactly. didn't do sales and we didn't do ads. Especially when you're talking about the roasting side. Because it's one thing with your cafe. If you just have like a really busy cafe and you've reached your ceiling, mm-hmm. then I kind of look at sales in that sense as like goodwill, you know? Yeah, I get that. Um, like I, we didn't have to do the deal will, but like, because like, a lot of people in the line, it's likely they're going to come back the next day anyways. But like how much more to bolster their love for your brand by giving them something awesome that you don't have to. Like a high five. Like a high five. Was that one of the the items? Yeah, that was, that was kind of like the, you didn't get a legit monetary prize. Yeah, uh, you got some camaraderie though. I really wanted Riley to put on one that said, go to the back of the line. <laughs> but that, And then it's just always a gamble. It's like, do you want to spin the deal wheel? Do you want a BOGO box of coffee? Um, yeah, that's interesting because uh, with sales, I feel like you can think you're like discounting your product and you're like, I only want people that are willing to spend full price on our coffee to buy our coffee anyways. It's yeah. like, well, that's kind of dumb. That's a little prideful. That might, yeah, and that might be relatively valid, again, in your cafe. Yeah. But especially when we're talking about, you know, trying to sell a product online to people you have never and will never meet, it's just a little bit harder. Do we have any idea of the metrics of how many, like, first-time orders came in through this? I think... Fifty-five percent of our orders over the weekend were first-time orders, which is Mama Mia. an incredible. You know, just from talking about us from a marketing sense, like that's an incredible metric. And like, 
So what we have to do with that is, okay, we have all these first-time orders, you know, one of the reasons that we are doing this sale. How can we retain these people and make those first-time orders turn into 20th orders? Yeah. And, and to those 55%, welcome to the program, guys. <laughs> we know you're listening to this. Yeah. yeah. Um, just want to say there's a seat at the table for you. All right. And we kind of go above and beyond uh, from what compared to what people expect with first time orders. How? Yeah, how? Do we really want to say that? Yeah, we're going to say it. Um, Radical transparency. Well, it, Everlane. it's kind of just weird to with our brand being so people centric, especially in our cafes and our wholesale. You know, like when we're just selling a single box or a you know, two or three boxes of coffee to someone that lives across the nation, uh, it, it can be very impersonal, compared, especially compared to the rest of our brand. Mm-hmm. So uh, one thing we do in our cafes is when it's someone's first time in the space, uh, first of all, we need to figure out if it's their first time, which that is, you know, you got to ask the right questions to get there. Um, but once you do, we have these first-timer stickers. It's something that we've done since we were in the, the cart days when we were in the pop-up. Um, so we started putting some of those first-time stickers in the boxes for first-time orders. And to further uh, push forward the people-centric, you know, keeping things pe- as people-centric as possible, uh, we have one of those Polaroid cameras, the, uh, what's it called? Instax. Instax, the ones that are super cool and hip. Um, and we just take, Obviously. take pictures of us. <laughs> also super cool and hip. Packaging the coffee, doing silly things with the boxes, just being us. Planking. Lots of planking. I got one that was really cool of Luke throwing the football, and I really didn't want to send it. Because I wanted to keep it, but but you sent was it mid flight? Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, it, was t- it was really cool. I don't think we'll be able to recreate it either. <laughs> no, no way. But um, so we do that, and then we we handwrite a note on every packing slip as well, which we got that from Captain Club. Um, but so yeah, we do that. We kind of acknowledge that it's their first time sticker Polaroid, and you know, there's some cost in that. There's definitely some time in that, but. Um, that that human connection, even if it's from a warehouse in Roswell to a home in Spokane, Washington, Sarasota, Florida, any of them, like Portland, any, Maine, any city, um, Concord. I think that goes a long way. Yeah, like you said, again, it does go a long way, and that's just what. Again, I just didn't know about marketing anything for forever. And that's just all a matter of the cost of acquisition of a, a customer. And, you know, like you said, if we didn't do the writing, especially with how busy we were this past weekend, and you can look at it as and like, you know, if we were that busy every day, would we just stop writing on packing slips because of how long it takes? And I don't know if we would, but like I spent all day yesterday writing on packing slips and taking Polaroid pictures. It was all that I did. Wow. And... So you're like, am I going to pay someone to do this? Is that going to be their job? <laughs> well, if, if that's how you got to where you're at, then how can you change the, the recipe? Yeah, you know? and, and you, know, you can always run tests of, you know, especially if you're, when you get on a broader scale, you can run better tests. It's like, you know, with, I'm going to not run on the, these packing slips for these first-time customers. Let's see if they order again. 
And well, how many? How many? What's the percentage of those people that order again versus right on the packing slips? What are the percentage of those people that order again? We send them a survey. <laughs> Would you order again? Hey, correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of those ideas came from like the team. Remember when we had that all staff where we broke up into groups about how to go above and beyond in the roastery and in the cafe and just getting feedback and ideas. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Just yeah. making space for your, your employees to speak and then giving them the support to run with it, put some bones on it. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah, but all that to say, I used to look at these moments of like Black Friday of like, okay, consumer spending is high. Let's run a sale where we can still make money, but like we'll just, and we'll make more money because we'll sell larger quantities at just like a little bit less. But now the way that I looked at Black Friday and Cyber Monday this year, I was just like, I don't even care if we walk away from this moment like profitable. I'd like to break even for the weekend or whatever. But the ability TBD on that. Yeah. The ability to uh to offer someone something at such an insanely discounted rate and then just try to earn their business again through how you communicate yourself in the thing they receive. One, quality of product. That's Purple Cal, Seth Godin. The product itself isn't awesome. You're not going to retain anyone. Throw as much as you can in that direction. That's 90% of it. But how you can manage that other 10%, you know, how can you make this moment special for them? And then we need to figure out ways uh, amongst ourselves to hit those metrics as we go along as well. Because our mm -hmm. first time order is really good, but how can we make the 10th order special and the 25th and the 50th and the 100th uh, to show like, okay, you've been with us for a long time. Like you're a part of this. You're not just a transaction. What brands do you guys identify with the most? You know, like it's, I don't, I don't know if you've ordered 10 times from something online, especially, but like, is there a brand that you, the, you know, the first time you interacted with whatever it is, it was special. And then the 10th time it continues to just ring true and special for you guys. The literal, You're a bad person to talk about this. Um, yeah. I was like, I just got the Chipotle rewards. Okay, Chipotle. Like, when I get a free burrito, I'm excited. Yeah. Which we, we've also shirked that for so long in the cafes. I'm the like, rewards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's a little, I'm sorry to take a little tangent, but that's something uh, that we... Oh, oh, that's what I was going to say. Of like, I think when we just assume the people that really want to support us just will at full price, and that's true for so many people, but like even with stuff that you love, when there's a sale or there's like a little bit more incentive or like a reward, just makes it even sweeter. Like yeah. our dear friend has like a tiny, she just started a ceramics business and just put up a website. And she was like, I think I might run a deal for Cyber Monday. And I was like more interested to buy her product at a sale. But I'm like, this is a tiny small business that I'm already excited to support at full price. But yeah, a sale or a reward just incentivizes people that are already excited. Yeah, well, the, on the Chipotle thing, <clears throat> I think it continues to be a sustainable option because it just fits in your life. Yeah. You know, like it makes sense for you. It makes sense. It's right, you know, right down the road from here. You've got the app. 
Yeah. Got push notifications Small local on. business. That's a, yeah, <laughs> I love this for local business. But, um, you know, like if, uh, if Taqueria San Pancho, oh. their competitor, right, uh, across the street, you know, if they had a rewards program, their food is kind of rough, though, compared to... <laughs> rough to, around the edges. Good at heart. Uh, you can't just take it down every day. No. But you can, you can and you do take Chipotle down like... Every day. Like four times a week, probably. Not, hey, not, not on my new budget, but... Yeah. We can we can do a Ethan's budget uh, oh, breakdown for 2024 later. That'll be in the Valor community. Now, the mint's going away, dude. It's, it's all up here. Okay. No, it's it's on paper right now. But you got a budgeting app of uh, of I just choice? switched over to Copilot. Okay, it is. It does require. It's like Don't. ninety dollars a year. Wow, which is a bummer. Usually that means it provides value, but it's really awesome. It's really awesome. Hey, uh, that could be your Christmas present did to you me. Hear about, you guys hear about Mint going away? Just they, did. They got absorbed by... Well, they've been owned by Intuit for years, but yeah. there's a lot of controversy and conspiracy surrounding it because they're closing down Mint, which so many people use, and they are pointing people towards their own service of Credit Karma, which isn't a budgeting app. It's like a place where you check your credit score and then like credit card companies pay them to advertise their credit cards. So if you dig really deep into it, it looks like they are wanting people to get into a cycle of more debt uh, so that they receive more credit cards and credit card companies make money off of them. Mm. It seems like they're probably going to be able to bump up their ad prices on their credit cards. So pretty Black slimy. rocks behind all of it, man. <clears throat> Intuit is a, uh, <laughs> they're a, they're kind of a slimy company. Ooh. And we use QuickBooks. So Ooh. you think Ryan Reynolds is slimy though? What? What? That's Mint Mobile. Oh, it's Mint Mobile. Oh. That's a phone company. He's talking about a budgeting app called Mint. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why they went out. That's maybe a different. Yeah. Uh, what thread. about you? Do you have any any brands that you continue to partake uh, in? I mean, I'm trying to think about it. I, I totally get that. I love my Chipotle rewards. I love my Chick-fil-A rewards. I just became a red member of Chick-fil-A like last week. That's big. Pretty big. And then, yeah, like I have enough Chick-fil-A points to get lunch today. So I'm probably going to eat free lunch. I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, What's your order? Come on. Come on. <laughs> so you want to know my order? Yeah. 12 grilled nuggets. No. And then a three-count uh, tender. Fried. What? I always eat the grilled first, and the fried's like my dessert. And that's it? Yeah. Protein. Oh, my gosh, dude. That's so funny. You get some carbs from the fried tenders. <laughs> I know? didn't see that coming at all. I know. It's niche. You're niche. <laughs> You're not uh, like the other guys. But other than that, you know, talking about Apple again, it's like Apple, you don't really, they don't really reward you. It's true. But the, again, it's a, it's a purple cow moment like the reward is the product itself it's the unboxing of the product mm-hmm. oh something that's pretty cool sonos sonos has an upgrade program oh. where if you have a, a speaker for you know one of their older model of speakers they'll give you 15 percent off a new speaker that would be me i'm that per- yeah i'm that one exactly person. so um you yeah. could probably go get 15 percent yeah. off pretty much anything and then they like allow you to send the product in for recycling if you want to. I don't know why anyone would ever want to just get rid of their three-year-old speaker. 
that would still work fine. I guess if they were going to throw it away in the trash. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just had that happen where because I have an older speaker, I was able to get 15% off of the sub mini. Mm. And that's like a big difference because their products aren't cheap. Right. 15% is a lot. Yeah. Can I say something about uh, sales again? Please. I feel like it came in good timing um, for running like a bigger sale. And correct me if I'm wrong, but when we were smaller, you know, and we're huge now. Um, Obviously. I feel like we we understood that we, maybe we couldn't incur the true cost of like a big sale. Like breaking even is probably a lot harder and you have to do it in a lot smaller number when you're considering your true cost per pound to like run the roastery, pay everybody to be here. It's not just like the green coffee's $4 and if we sell it at, you know, eight, it's going to be okay instead of like 10 or 12. So I feel like with the two cafes helping bolster the production of the roastery, we can like our true cost is lowered where that we can actually run like a helpful, good, like, you know, like 15, 10, those all sound nice, but it's not going to like motivate a ton of people to be like, all right, I'm doing this. I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to do this. But 50% BOGO, like call your family and tell everybody to put in an order. All right. Yeah. Does that make sense, Riley? It does. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's all about what mass of product. My argument to that would be like, if your sale is good enough, you're going to sell, sell so much of it anyways, that you're just going to have an influx of money into your bank account. As long as you like have the inventory to fulfill the orders and then mm -hmm. you just restock your inventory with your income. Business one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> Spend money to make money. You guys ever heard that? <clears throat> Say that again. To me, it was just all cost of acquisition. Same. Of customers, you know, like it, that's all the sale was. And, and it's also like, like you said earlier, the people that already love Valor, it's just kind of a, a little bo a boost yeah, for them. And we're just banking on our coffee's really good and we really hope you like it and we hope you order it again. Yeah. It's like you're placing a bet on your product. And we're going to email you every day and call you every day until you order again. The shopping cart's looking a little empty. Stuff like that. Wow, that's, that's really rough. good. Write that down, man. That's one of my least favorite uh, newsletter emails to get is like, you know, like, it's been a while. We miss you. Yeah. Interesting. I like, Here's why do you think people do it? 5% off. Because they, well, Evoked set. You just, you want an email, right? You just want to like see, like, people, I feel like people are really lazy to, why are we, we're a marketing podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm lazy to unsubscribe from flipping Pottery Barn. I don't even know the last time I bought something from Pottery Barn, but I just like get all these emails and it's just like easier to do this than like open. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And so I'm like some marketing firm somewhere is just having to create some BS to like send out because Pottery Barn's like, we need to send three emails every day and get it done. Yeah. That's what they sound like up top. Yeah. At we, Pottery Barn. We will probably do something like that one day once we have a customer journey. The ability to do it. Yeah. But I would want to do it. I would want the emails to just have value to them. Like provide value to people. Yeah. Because if it if it's just noise, I got it's fine. Like 
when we sometimes we'll post on Instagram and it's like a picture of latte art and it's like latte for here vibes, you know, just like a pointless post, really. But like you gonna take that? But it like it it's not providing any like real value to someone. Sure. Um, but it it's just getting our product in front of more eyes. But that to be in someone's inbox, I would want it to be like that's personal, a, like a direct value add. It's like open me for thirty percent off. Right. That's what I was gonna say. Is the ones where it's like, hey, we miss you. Here's twenty five percent off your next order. I'm like, all right, that's kind of a lot. <laughs> all right, I'll check it out again. Yep, I'm back. I know. And for us, it's like. I think about the things that we might do differently now. It's like if we could get them to buy something for 25% off again, then like we send that box and like in there is a card that says, hey, your first subscription purchase is free. Like hypothetically. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the promo code. And then they do that and then they're freaking subscribed and recurring revenue. And now we can start like giving them the worst coffee. Yeah. Like the kitchen sink stuff. Exactly. they sign a contract. They sign the contract. (laughs) Then we start start writing mean things on the packing slips like... (laughs) You're nothing. Isn't that illegal? What? Like, aren't there uh, aren't there laws around subscriptions? There are some laws around subscriptions. Yeah. Like, if whenever you send an email to a customer, it has to you have to be able to unsubscribe to it yeah. in less than however many steps. Yep. So many clicks. That I run into newsletters where that doesn't happen all the time, and it infuriates. Oh me. yeah. Where like I click <sighs> the unsubscribe button, and it just takes me to their landing page, and there's no way to unsubscribe. I usually send them. A worded email out of that. I'll get my lawyer to send a cease and desist. (laughs) Yeah, man. And then, yeah, so I get that. And then the other thing that makes me mad is whenever I unsubscribe and I get an unsubscribe confirmation email. Like another email? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Like, thank you so much for unsubscribing. (laughs) We hope you have an amazing day. If you ever want to subscribe again. This unsubscribe will be complete in three to four business weeks. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. We, we've got another coffee to brew. Yeah, let's, let's do it. And we're back with, with another, another coffee, coffee from Maven, Maven Coffee. Thanks, Maven, for sending us this coffee. Where's okay. Maven from? I'm looking. I'm looking. Tell me. I'm looking. Tell me where. Do you guys know what Maven means? Wilmington, North Carolina. We've got another North Carolina coffee. How about that? Does it mean like an expert in something? It's a noun, okay. and it is an expert in, in matters, matters of, of taste. taste, like a sommelier, but w- just the taste, taste in general. Hmm. I want to be a maven. So looking around the bag on the front, this coffee, it, it, oh. we are reviewing not this bag, but I don't know how to score other than just do like a cumulative score of the packaging because that's like a special release. Yep. In a smaller amount, but we it just looked so crazy that we had to drink this one. Three stage fermentation with thermal shock, 146 hours. Yeah, what's the what's the name of that coffee? It's like it, there was there was a competition one with it. Oh, I'm pretty sure. No. And they sent me a message. I I need to look back at it. Competition and, Bourbon. I just don't know how to say this awesome guy's name. We currently have the coffee used by the Colombian barista champion at WBC. What's going to happen? That's what they said. Uh, And so we're going to drink that coffee, but I figured we would review this packaging as well. Just give like a cumulative score. 
Can you guys focus? We are focused. <laughs> I'm looking at the. I'm looking at this. So this box is cool for their premium stuff. The cool box got a magnet. It, for the magnet. You want to keep cool. it. You want to keep, keep it around. We, we could, we've got use for that. We could put our coffee in <laughs> and send it <laughs> to someone. <laughs> it had this awesome paper tissue, tissue paper. paper wrapping. We gotta get get us some of that. Yeah. And it was wrapping that, and you just felt like you were opening a premium product. It did. It was premium. The bag is gold. The bag is gold. So. And then this, oh. you've got, you know, their logo, their name on the front. You've got a label with a bunch of info. You've got the variety process. What the heck? They have the terroir. What's the terroir on this? Mountain chain Pacific wind system. Okay. 60 degrees Fahrenheit to 71 degrees Fahrenheit year round. Uh, take me there. Okay. And then they have the elevation. What's the elevation? 1700. And then... 1950. Good for year. notes, they don't put notes, they put profile. Okay, Maven. And then they have the weight and stuff. And then on the back they have their website, their Instagram, uh, where they're located... A QR code that leads to their Instagram. Bold move. What's the quote? We decided not to print a barcode here and instead say that we love you. Yeah. So they're not in grocery stores. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Come on. You know what I've no I'm noticing about this packaging is that it is very approachable looking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, like it almost doesn't even look specialty or third wave. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then when you read the information on it, it's like more information than I've ever seen on a package, especially for their signature coffee. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I'm interested by that. This side Thanks says life unfolds around coffee, and the other side says Maven, an expert in matters of taste. Mm. But this coffee we're drinking was dark. Yeah, it was a lot darker than I thought, but it smelled... I mean, the, there's a note on there that says Pixie Stick, and it's pretty accurate. I need it, to know what this coffee looks like. Okay, Get crazy knife. What is that? Uh, is that a Gerber? It's a Benchmade. Oh. If you guys like Benchmade out there, smash like. That right. coffee is not dark. No. That, that's that's just Full City. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Full City Plus. Coffees, man. <laughs> So I mean, this coffee this went through a lot. Thermal shock. <laughs> that is a good stuff. point. I wonder Three if the stages. processing influenced the. Oh, I gotta save my crunch for later. A roast. Similarly, uh, like how decaf goes through a lot of stuff. Yeah, and it it comes out a little battered on the other side. But overall, and in your best way, try to cumul cumulatively easy. Scored these two together. I'm a maven, so... content. Done. Oh, okay. One, two, three, eight. eight. What'd you say, Ross? Eight. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of content. I'm, I'm not missing anything. It's not bad. I don't know too much about the company from this, but I know everything I need to know about the coffee. I know that they love their coffee. Do you think that they put a barcode for their grocery in the place? Like they have barcode stickers? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hit, hit us up on that, Maeve. <laughs> uh, because bravo. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's it's a, great. It's a good move. Yeah. Aesthetic. Out of 10. Out of 10. Okay. One, 
two, three, six. Five. Yeah, I think the it's it's just the the dichotomy of content versus aesthetic. Oh. The more content you put, the more crowded things become. Um, it by no means looks bad. I'm sure. Again, I think this bag looks so approachable. You know. Yeah, it's very approachable. <laughs> and I do love the color combo. You don't see that this this these colors together very often, but it works. Yep. Super well. Two tone. I like it's the nice. two tone. Yeah, but you've got like, would you call this orange? Burnt orange? I would call that orange. Like salmon. Orange no. with pink, and then that's almost like red. It's almost red. Yeah. So that's that's a cool color. It's on a combo. spectrum. Uh, what was the, was it six? Was the score? Sure. Okay. It was six. And then UX. Uh, unfortunately, we have to cut open these bags. Yeah. We, I guess is that just seems like a thing that we're really consistent on is that it's really nice to not have to cut open a bag. The whole the whole reason is one, you don't want to have to find the scissors because mm-hmm. they're probably lost. Right. And two, uh, you don't want your packaging to look maimed damaged uh, goods once it has been opened because yes, you buy it. Uh, when it looks perfect, but you continue to consume that brand as the package just sits there. So, and then, and also another reason both of these uh, do not have a a uh, zip is the the foldy, the roll down. We're pretty anti foldy as well here. Anti foldy, but yeah. this is our review podcast, yeah. right? So we do push our own agenda. So yeah. what, what's the UX? A two. Out of five? Yeah. Well, this this heightens it. Oh. Because this is awesome. This is cool. If we're going to cumulatively put it together. They worked on this. I'd bump it to a three. Sure. Yeah. Right. I haven't tried the espresso. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. Just to let you guys in, that's a very large shot as well. And it is packed 50 grams 60 60 I, it, it would just it kept gushing i was like i don't know I, jeez man it is under extracted ethan but um what's funny how do you fix that because and maybe you guys know but i ground that as fine as i can i tamped as hard as <laughs> i i ground it as fine as i can and it was a huge shot and it's still under extracted. It's just about what grinder you're using. Yeah. And the distribution and the that burr set and its distribution of fines not being tailored for espresso. So, you know, if you if we had a large enough quantity and it was in the Scotty or the Mythos, it would be a different story. Yeah, because it's got a ton of uh info on the profile. It says passion fruit, mango steen, pixie sticks, candy, and that's all very accurate. But then you also have like caramel, sweet chocolate finish, juicy and refreshing. That doesn't show up as much due to the under extraction. You know what? Something that I noticed about uh, the Rowan coffee packaging is that every every single aspect of their packaging was equally as quality. Whereas this, this is like the coolest thing that I've seen in coffee packaging almost. You know, besides like, our boxes, yeah. Like I've never seen like a magnet. You know, we yep. always talk about like the UX of uh, opening an Apple product and how can we be like that. That's amazing. 
but then you've got this like like I I've seen this bag before, you know, and like it's it's like it feels super cheap, and they put a they put a big label on it, and the label looks good, but like I want. But we understand we've done the same thing with premium coffees. Oh, absolutely, but just like you know the Roman coffee. And, and this is this is limited run, so it, you know you're not going to get custom packaging for that. I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. But the Rowan coffee was like every part of it was equally as cool, equally as high end. Yeah, that's true. Well said. Uh, as this cools, it just continues to not taste like coffee in the craziest way, or dark. Like the the, the it, there's not like this crazy roasty thing no, going on. No bitterness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's very cool. You can tell that they knew what they were doing when they were roasting. Yeah, I would even so, call them like an expert, like a maven, like a maven. Sorts. Yeah, well, easy. Uh, flavor. This is absolutely nuts. Um, okay. all right, one, two, three, nine, Ten. nines and tens. It's crazy. It really is. You don't get like nuts. more flavor. Yeah, it's intense. It is, especially that espresso. <laughs> Obviously, again, it's under extracted, so we can't like dock anything for our under extraction. But like my under extraction, guys. We should. We should. We have two EKs. We should have different burrs in each EK. All right. Okay. All right. Hey. SSP. If you want to send us some burrs. Yeah, and Scott Rayo for the decent. I. Yeah, That's I'm crazy. Bored. Enjoyability. Enjoyability. One, two, three, five, seven. six. Yeah, five, six, seven. It's that's not this coffee. Well, that's six. hard because I bet I'm sure this is yeah delightful for sure. But um, and again, enjoyability is. I'm sure most people would agree if they tasted this. Just like this is not going to be the coffee that you want to drink every day. It's the coffee you want to try. Yeah, and like sure. go to a coffee shop and probably spend like nine bucks to get a very bougie experience. Yeah, and it's worth it. Oh yeah, for sure. I wonder how much of the high dollar comes from the coffee itself or the processing. Mm. You know, interesting. What's the variety of the coffee? Bourbon, probably. It's a bourbon. Yeah, it's a bourbon. Yeah, I mean, I think that coffee is just kind of premium, premium across the board. It seems. Mm-hmm. Three stage fermentation with thermal shock for 140. Does that just mean an induction? Like a, an induction process, because so, it tastes some variation. It tastes exactly like our wine and in induction. I have no clue. While you guys do the crunch, because I'm gonna sit this one out because of what just happened to me a second ago. Can I you? will try to pull up the coffee. Awesome. Hey, cheers, mate. Hey, right, cheers. Wow. This is radio right here. We're doing radio. And welcome back to the Valor Coffee Podcast. We're crunching beans. Okay. If you crunch beans more now because of us, smash like. That was intense. That was very intense. This is maybe the most intense coffee I've ever had. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) I think they might be out of this coffee. Mm. I'll try to find it on their Instagram quickly. I wonder how many uh how many coffees like offerings they put in boxes like this. You know? What's funny is with the right um the right packaging you could probably just fit a ten ouncer in there too. Mm-hmm. 
But you probably just don't want to put. It's probably expensive. Yeah, it's probably. How probably, much do you think that thing is? Three dollars. Uh, yeah, I was thinking like two fifty. The foil. It's beautiful. The magnet. Hey, Maven, let us know. <laughs> Crunch. Yeah. One, two, three, three. Three. Why'd you wait for me? I'm passive. I don't know. <laughs> man, I'm feeling like a beta today. I feel like uh, no, you're, you're wild at heart, man. You're wild at heart. Uh, the the packaging, it it places the same level of emphasis and you know like specialty quality that the coffee has, which I appreciate that. I always want like the the packaging to represent like just you know. When a chef plates a beautiful braised pork belly, wow! With a this dude's always talking about food. Look always at pork belly. No, but they they, uh, they played it that way because it's that good, mm-hmm. you know. And the packaging conveys that, so it's an awesome thing. Yeah, thirty five point five. And again, we review enjoyability and packaging. But as far as flavor goes, this coffee is at least tied with the Freed Hats. For yeah, knock you off your socks. Yeah, like I want, <laughs> I want my my parents to try this coffee and just watch them be like, because you love them. Uh, I guess you could say that I love my parents. We also yeah. do freaking crunch. <laughs> so yeah. like, don't take us too serious. Yeah. But this coffee was really cool to try. Very grateful for Thank you, the opportunity. Yeah, I can't wait to. If you're ever in Wilmington, North Carolina, huh? What part of North Carolina is that in? I think it's in Eastern. Yeah, Ethan. <laughs> you're our, our geography buff. What's the capital of North Carolina? Ethan. Oh, are you serious right now? I think it's Charlotte. Okay. No, no. Is it Raleigh? I'm leaning. You know, well. you know the capital of. I thought you did. I know. Well, I'm getting rusty. I'm getting old, man. Knows the capital of like freaking Missouri, New Mexico. Missouri is Jefferson City. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> Idaho, Boise, Boise, New Mexico is Santa Fe, Kentucky, Frankfurt. There you go. Dang, he knows Frankfurt, but not North Carolina. I'll say Raleigh. Okay. Yeah, Wilmington's kind of like towards the coast. Outer Banks. I, I would call it the coast. Uh, we above, say Outer Banks above Myrtle Beach, like the show Outer Banks. I I'm, I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. This has been an incredible segment of radio. Yeah, we should I'm just honored. keep going. Hey, yeah, you guys keep naming states, and let me see what happens. <laughs> we better start packaging with some more coffee, though. You're right. You're right. Cyber Wednesday. Hey, Cyber Wednesday. Hey, if you've enjoyed this program, uh, you know. Subscribe, like, share with your friends. We've had a lot of people sharing on Instagram lately, sharing the reels. We're cool? touched. Our Instagram following has grown. Yeah. So keep keep at it. Keep sharing our reels. Thank uh, you. You know, maybe throw a nice comment down there amongst all the mean ones. <laughs> yeah, say something <laughs> nice, please. Hey, we wore shirts for you guys, all yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Thanks, uh, Breakfast Shirts, for the shirts. Thanks, Maven and Rowan, for the coffee. If you want to send us coffee, then send us a DM on Instagram at Valor Coffee Pod or email us info at valor.coffee. We'll probably have to get you on a schedule for when to send it at this point because we are back, backlogged, but we'll probably, Good start, problem. we'll probably start doing that. It'd be nice to get a little further out. And then 
someone suggested suggested that we should share what coffee we're going to be tasting in advance so people can buy it. Ooh. So, but we want people to buy our coffee only. Huh. <laughs> and then joking. they can taste along with the program. So we're going to start doing that. Maybe get on a schedule of hey. Thanks for your interest. We're going to put you on this date. Can you make sure that the coffee is to us by this date? Dude, we could start giving roasters the kiss of death. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. Totally. <laughs> like six people buy their coffees <laughs> in advance. Uh, all right. Thanks. We love y'all. Love you. Bye. Fitting to break the internet.